Start your engines, engage your transmission, spin the wheels, and embrace that noise. It's another Woody 924. Welcome back everyone and can you believe it yes it's been another week and I'm sort of getting good at this <laughs> oh dear yeah I mean yeah it's it's good that I'm actually getting into a little bit of a rhythm getting the podcast done more frequently than the videos but then yeah the YouTube videos suffer but anyway that aside um, I hope everyone is doing well I hope all is uh, opening up nicely for everyone certainly the sunny days are with us now so that is uh, a nicer feeling when you wake up in the morning to a bit of sun and uh, I can see that across the spectrum there seems to be more and more car meets happening in and around certainly uh, the, the circles that I'm looking at which is great to see and all of those great cars are coming out onto the roads again so Lots to talk about, really, from my perspective on the, the Porsche 924. So just really wanted to touch on a few of the things which, you know, I did in the intro. Engine, transmission, wheels, and of course, the noise that it all brings. Now, engine-wise, everything is running great. Everything is as it should be. I know in previous videos, I've done a couple of bits on timing just doing the the check after sort of four or five hundred miles to make sure the fluids and levels and everything were sticking as uh, should and yes i think from that perspective very happy with all the work that i've done on it and everything is running great now with that said there's been a couple of thoughts bobbling around in my head around what maybe could i do to get a little bit more power i know there's not much you can do to these engines just because of the way they were designed but ultimately, there's one key piece that you can do, which is a cam change. And um, there's a great company called Noonan Cams that do uh, a specific uh, cam for, for the 9242 litre non-turboed engine and uh, all the lifters and so on. It's about a £300 kit, give or take. So a relatively small amount of money for ultimately a little bit of, uh, I guess, increased horsepower and maybe a little bit of fuel efficiency. So it... Um, it's something that I'm quite interested in doing. I'm not rushing towards it, but it's in the back of my mind thinking, okay, that is maybe after enjoying the car for the summer, it might be one of those winter jobs that I I get done while the car is sort of covered up and in storage, as they say, <laughs> away from the elements. So yeah, that that's something that's sort of bubbling around. But other than that, the engine itself is going really well. I couldn't really wish for anything better, really. I think just the the rev range, how everything is is working after all the work, uh, from that perspective is is great. So, I um I do highly recommend the two liter engine. I know I know like it's got a bit of a bad rap, and you know people say oh it was used in a LT van and blue, but honestly I think if if you go and talk to any technicians and there's I know a few that are, you know used to work on these back in the day, so you know cut their teeth on being a Porsche technician on the nine two four fours and nine two fours and four fours and so on, and and they are like pretty much bulletproof. I mean they are solid blocks. You know being a non-interference engine, you can basically get away with doing a lot of uh, stuff yourself without you know the worry of things 
braking or hitting each other and all of those crazy things that we know that engines can do. So it, it's a, it is really a, a pretty robust engine, and you uh, you can get generally many many miles of motoring without too much hassle. Even if uh, your timing belt breaks, you can just fit a new one, make sure everything lines up. You know, you're not going to have the the added worry of things potentially hitting each other. So that's that's a good thing. Uh, likewise, cooling. I know there might be some stories of bad cooling, but honestly, I think if if you've got a good fan, your radiators in a good you know good state, the pipes themselves. I mean, you know, rubber does break down over years. As long as you've got you know your eye on those and, and making sure that you replace them when you can generally it's it's pretty uh, bulletproof like you don't have i i don't certainly have any issues with overheating touch wood but there's a lot of space in the engine bay <laughs> it's not like these things are packaged in a way that you know heat can't disperse easily so uh yeah i think from that perspective it's it's a good a good package now onto the transmission which uh ultimately gives the car this this fantastic uh, 50 50 weight distribution i think it's one of the the highlights of a 924 that ultimately then drove through the 44 and the 68 that being the 50 50 weight distribution because you have a torque tube which ultimately takes the power from the engine to the back of the car where your gearbox sits so you've got the weight of the gearbox right at the back. And I mean, it, it, it is as far back as it you know is possible because you have the boot well of the 924 where you have your spare wheel that drops down at the back. That carved cutout like a half moon meant the gearbox really could go no further. So it literally sits one inch off that half moon carve out of the boot, but then gives you this great weight distribution because you have the gearbox back there way over the back axle so hanging out there <laughs> like the 911 engine hanging out there you have the fuel tank when that's full of fuel extra weight the torque um not the torque the back axle itself and and so on so all connected front to back by the torque tube which gives you those great sounds of the transmission while you're driving now those sounds can be very nice to hear when you're driving but and i say a big but if you don't have the bit of foam that sits on top of the torque tube between the gear stick and the torque tube itself, you will have this constant noise of gears and transmission and all of those good things coming into the cabin, which again, it doesn't sound bad. It, it's a part of the theater and the experience of driving this car. However, when you're just on a light cruise in fifth gear, you get the whining and you know, it'd be nice just to block it out a little bit. So. The foam itself is, yeah, it's a pretty thick, solid piece. Now, over time, most of these have no doubt deteriorated. So if you check many 944s, 924s, I'm sure some have maybe bits of pieces of the foam left. Many might have perished. I've thankfully found one, and I know I've mentioned this on previous uh, podcasts, but uh, for me, I'm, I'm going to try and slide this in through the gear stick hole. And the hole itself, uh, apparently you can do this and uh, maybe it's a bit of silicon uh, spray or whatever type of oily sort of substance you want to put over the foam to help it slide into place on top of that torque tube through the gear stick hole. So that's the job that I need to do, which will help alleviate the, the transmission noises. I'm not going to say these are going to disappear by, by no means are they because of the, the way the car's built, but um, just makes it a much easier, more relaxing place to be when you're in fifth gear 
cruising at sort of 70, 80 down the motorway. Uh, next thing really are the wheels. I've been back and forth in my mind about the wheels on my car. I currently have the bog standard, I think they're like 10 spoke alloys, maybe nine spoke, I forget, I haven't counted, but they're the bog standard 924 original wheels. They are 108 four stud pattern. The 108 four stud was quite a common pattern back in the 80s so I believe some Peugeots, Fords and, and likewise used to run very similar stud patterns and I believe you could interchange some of the wheels back in the day. Now I have Continental Contact 3 tyres on these, they are 185-70-14 so it's a 14 inch rim. Yeah I, I just think do I come away from the original stock and fit something that's a bit more beefy I've got the suspension drops slightly. Yeah, it's a really nice ride height. So I've been toying in my mind, do I up the size of the wheel and uh, go for a, maybe a 15, maybe a 16 inch? I'm probably gonna have to speak to a specialist to, to see if there's anything that they have in stock that might fit the stud pattern, but the size or the upgrade in size that I'm looking for, along with the type of tires as well that uh, would have to probably be bought as a package, or ideally be bought as a package from one supplier. Color-wise, I've been thinking a lot about this as well. If the type of wheel I went for was slightly larger in diameter, do I want less spokes, more multi-spokes? Because I know with some of the original wheels that were put on the 924 if you look at uh, some of the special editions uh, they had like multi-spoke wheels I quite like the thought of having maybe a gold type color rim as well on the on the wheel because I think with the dark color or the dark blue the Copenhagen blue which my car is it just would set it off really nicely and I haven't seen any type of wheel like that on a standard 924. Yeah, you get the great wheels on the 944s where they've been dropped and you've got the five stud pattern and 924S and all of that where it's upgraded. But on a four stud pattern, certainly for that hub size, the 108, there doesn't seem to be much choice out there. So I guess, hey, look, if you're listening to this and you know someone or you've seen someone or you've seen something, then yeah, drop us a line, honestly, because I think really really eager to find something that might just set the car off much better than currently what i've got the stock wheels are the stock wheels but you know something that just makes the look that much better would be yeah something of, of a preference for me certainly now that the car looks so great from the outside i just think it just yeah be a good finish to the car so the wheels yeah that's something if you can help me with drop me a line really appreciate that the next bit, which is again noise related, is actually the stereo system. Now, I think the original car was probably supplied with a Blaupunk, something like that. Uh, back in the day, those are pretty expensive if you do manage to find original ones that uh, are on eBay and so on. I haven't. So I opted for what I would call chic modern classic. And if you look at the actual stereo system I've got, it looks classic in nature, but it has all the sort of modern technology within it so a mix of both worlds i guess and really the reason why i went for this is because one i wanted to use the car more frequently so having a phone that would connect to my phone for bluetooth for example is ideal and that's some of the the tech that's within this so the phone the bluetooth the other part i got was plugging into multimedia so my phone or ipod again you can you can plug in or bluetooth in to listen to your latest greatest music and all of that good stuff 
And then the display itself fits with the colors that are in the 924 already. So you've got some orangey white stuff that would, it just works perfectly with the interior lights uh, in an evening or, or night drive. So that all, to me, just made sense to, to get. And the, the current system I've got in there is like an old shabby CD player from God knows when. And it looks like it's been, I don't know, hammered in. <laughs> It's just like there's no real finesse that has been used to put the stereo in. It's a removable head unit um, or, or clip off. Back in the day when these things used to go walking every night, you know, when you park your car up, you come back and your stereo's gone. <laughs> it's like these were the uh, some of the fixes that were sort of dreamt up as a design feature to maybe stop people doing that. So take the head unit with you, but leave the, the main unit in there. The new one, bizarrely enough, is like half the size lengthwise really really small compact just shows i guess how technology's moved on so packaging nice much lighter than the other one and also is slightly wider so it will fill the hole nicely where the stereo is meant to fit where the current one i've got in there again like i say it's been hammered in doesn't fit well you can see all the the, the edges around the cut so it, it just not just not a nice look and feel to it so new one will go in and that will be great because that will give me better sound system and all of those good things, because this one that I've got in there currently is a bit crackly and just, I don't know, I just don't think the wiring's that great. So I'm not a fan of wiring, but I know I'm going to have to sort of get my hands a little bit dirty on this one just to get it sorted. But then that uh, will mean better vibes in the car. So circling back to where we began, and that was about getting cars back out on the road and enjoying them and taking them to shows and all that good thing. There are some really good and very cool shows that are coming up and actually one tomorrow, which is going to be held at the Sanford Springs Golf Club. It's a celebration of Air Cooled. So the Air Cooled edition at Sanford Springs is the, uh, the name of the show. So if you have or are planning to get down there great it's uh, i believe 10 pound a ticket to to see what's going on and uh i believe if you did the applications where well, you could show your car there as well air cool car and uh yeah it should be a good day and but there's lots of these going on there's quite a few around uh, the hampshire area and berkshire area that i see that are coming up in the next weeks and for me hopefully i'll be getting along to some of these along with the Goodwood. Wow, I, th I can't remember what they call it, but there's a Goodwood 80s revival, I think. And uh, I had originally been booked to go to that one three years ago on the promise that I was going to get my car sorted with the engine running. And of course, that didn't happen. So I missed it. And then obviously the the new way in which the world is operating, a lot of these were cancelled. So this year, I have a couple booked in this one, being Goodwood for the 924 and I'm also going to get the X50 out to a couple as well this year so it should be a jam-packed year full of uh, shows getting to see people again getting talking about all that is Porsche which would be great so finally and in traditional style we will be finishing with a bit of Porsche news and in particular Porsche 924 news and in the last few weeks there's been a great bit of news that has come out of Porsche Walter Rahl, who was the very famous rally driver during 1973 to 1987, predominantly known very well for the Audi Quattro years, was also a Team Porsche hero. Now, we know very much about the first place with the Porsche 944LM, which he was a part of with Jürgen Barth. What you may not know is also that he raced a... Porsche 924 
Carrera GTS Rally. Now, back some 40 years ago, he stepped into the Carrera GTS Rally and co-driver Christian Gerstoff, I'm sorry if I get these names completely wrong, uh, rolled off the starting ramp at the International ADAC Mets Rally in 1981. The car was uh, in a livery of gold and black, 924 Monarch, making the start of the first and only rally season in which Royal competed for Porsche. So a bit of history, but also a very, very cool bit of news. What's interesting about this news is that that particular car has had a nut to bolt total restoration and was presented back to Walter in the last four weeks as a complete surprise. Uh, basically reintroducing him to a car that he hadn't seen for 40 years or so. So the story says. And uh, yeah, it looks epic. Like So I'll leave a link to the actual pictures and the story you know, straight from the Porsche website itself. Yeah, it was interesting that, you know, for a rally driver who's so famously connected to Audi that, you know, one of the only rallies he did for Porsche was in the 924. The highlights, I guess, with this story as well is that the actual car did pretty well. And uh, although it had some performance uh, mechanical faults, I guess, in the first rally, they still managed to finish second place overall. And then uh, they went on to be victorious in the Hessian rally. And three more wins followed at the Serengeti Safari rally, the Anterior Palante rally, by the looks of it, and the Baltic rally. So overall, the 924 rally, uh, GTS Carrera, seemed to be a pretty decent uh, package. Uh, Anyway, Walter certainly did well in it <laughs> before he then went on to Audi and, you know, created more history. So with that, a big thank you for listening and for following me on Instagram and YouTube. And a little bit of a sneak preview into the next podcast. I will be having a friend join me actually on the podcast who's a bit of a car nut and has had some amazing cars and some stories which uh, we will both find interesting and very funny. <laughs> so I look forward to uh, inviting them to the show and speaking about all those crazy stories which uh, no doubt will be very interesting to hear. With that, have a great weekend ahead and I will speak to you all very soon. <laughs>